Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. The following segment is from the off-day debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. At four is the Atlanta Falcons. And to me, it's a really interesting kind of pivot point for the draft because they could be the team that drafts the fourth straight quarterback, which I don't think we've ever seen, or they could be the team a lot of people are saying the Broncos may trade up with to take a quarterback. Atlanta's got some decisions to make. Yeah, and you know, reading the what's been put out there, it kind of almost reminded me of the um, Jeffrey Lurie edict about Jalen Hurts stats. Is that I saw that uh, Arthur Blank wants the Falcons to kind of stick with Matt Ryan and kind of you know continue to win, and that makes sense from an owner's perspective, right? Like if you're you're an owner, you're older, you want to win now, and Matt Ryan's your guy. He's been your guy for a long time. You don't want to just move on from him. You know what you have in him, and you have confidence that okay, we can make this one last run. And wouldn't that be nice? Like if you're that owner, like we can tie a bow in this era and not like just give up on it and start anew. And then who knows if that'll even be good. And maybe we're going down a path where we're going to have to keep resetting if we can't find our guy. So that's the Arthur Blank side of it. But then from the Terry Fontenot side of it, it sounds like he wants to draft a quarterback and kind of start this new era. And of of course, like he doesn't have ties to Matt Ryan. Um, The saints have beaten Matt Ryan quite a bit. So uh, he's been on the other side of that. I, and I, I, I think I lean towards the start new. Um, or at least have a backup plan in place. I think there is absolutely the combination of being this high where the Falcons are, and I think getting a talent. Now, again, it depends how the board shakes out here, um, but if, like, Trey Lance is available to them, uh, if Justin Fields falls to them, then I think that's pretty intriguing, and I feel like you have to consider that. What about you? What do you think they should do? Should they try to ride this out with Matt Ryan, or should they kind of start preparing for the future? To me, there's no question they need to start preparing for the future. Matt Ryan has been as good as you could ever hope for a draft pick to be. This is not a knock on Matt Ryan at all, but look at where the Falcons are. Like you said, they just got a new GM. They just got a new head coach. They need to turn the page. They have the fourth pick in the draft in a year where they're probably going to get a pretty good quarterback if they want to take one there. What is the point of running it back with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones again? Unless you think that this roster was so loaded and that the only problem was the head coach, like, it doesn't make sense. Why do you fire your general manager but then think you can run it back? If you think the players were good enough to run it back with, you shouldn't have fired the guy that picked all those players. So to me, I always favor turning the page. I just I think they're making a mistake. I think owners get attached to certain guys. They get sentimental. Don't forget. When Matt Ryan is drafted, he's coming into a dumpster fire. Bobby Petrino just up and left in the middle of the night. The franchise quarterback in Michael Vick just went to jail for 
fighting dogs and all the dirty details that came out with that scandal. Matt Ryan came into NFL Siberia. And basically from the second he got in the league, he has been really good. The first pass he ever threw, I believe, was a touchdown pass. He has been a stabilizing force for that organization. And I think that you get attached to that as an owner because you recognize what he did for that team for so long. Why can't you do both is, I guess, what I'm thinking about. In general, I think you should commit you know, to a lane and stay there and try to maximize that. But kind of thinking about it differently, just in terms of what the Packers did last year. Now they drafted Jordan Love and they still made it pretty far into the playoffs. You know, Aaron Rodgers has this fantastic season. Like, why can't the Falcons kind of try to do both? You know, they restructured Matt Ryan's contract, so he's not going anywhere right now. He's, you know, he's still the, the starter for this season. But like, why not be able to kind of Try to win now with Matt Ryan, and you can still, you know, you can draft other pieces beyond the first round that kind of help him and put something in place, and, and you're trying to make a run for it um, while also preparing for the future, like the Packers are doing now with Jordan Love. Like, can't you do both? I don't think you can because the best thing you can have in the NFL right now is a quarterback on a rookie contract. And from the second you draft that guy – as RJ Ochoa likes to say, the sand is starting to run out of that hourglass to when he's going to be up for a new deal. The Packers have no idea what they have in Jordan Love, right? They're obviously not going to get rid of Aaron Rodgers this year. He just threw 48 touchdowns and won the MVP. So that means the earliest Jordan Love is going to get in the league is year three. And if he has a really good year in year three, you know what the Packers are going to have to do? They're going to have to pay him market rate for a quarterback. So they have completely lost out on the best window that your team has historically under the new CBA to win a Super Bowl. So that's why I I think you can't have one foot in each area. You have to go all in on the young guy because historically what we've seen is the teams that have quarterbacks on rookie deals are the teams that win Super Bowls unless you have Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. I would have tried to move on from Matt Ryan. I would have tried to trade him and kind of kind of almost do it like Detroit did, basically. Kind of be like, all right, you know, we kind of, you know, we like you, Matt Ryan. Like, just like the Lions. We like you, Matt Stafford, but we kind of hit our ceiling here and we, we need to reset this thing. And, you know, I don't know what the market was for him. You know, I can't speak to that. Maybe the value wasn't there. I don't know. But I kind of just feel like they have reached their ceiling with Matt Ryan. And that's why I feel like a quarterback makes sense. But because of the restructure and everything, they kind of have committed to him. So I guess in that confines, that's where I kind of almost want them to do both. Because I think I just think it would be a big mistake if they just go all in on Matt Ryan and be like, we have this window here. I think I don't think it's impossible. It could work. Um, I'm not going to say that because I think uh, it's funny. I just I don't buy the Falcons because we we almost talk ourselves into them every year. I feel like since they lost the Super Bowl, it's like watch out for the Falcons. The talent's still there, and it hasn't been like completely like untrue because it hasn't like they've been like they totally bottomed out. It's actually kind of been frustrating. I feel like they've kind of been in the worst place you could be sometimes because they would be like one of the worst teams in the league. And then they would rattle off some meaningless wins that only like <laughs> kind of ruined their draft stock and kind of like bought Dan Quinn way more time than he probably should have had ultimately. So uh, it's kind of been a frustrating place for them to be in that regard. Um, but I think they can do both. I think they can get a quarterback at four and almost should and kind of have that guy and start thinking about the future. And if it is Trey Lance, I mean, that makes, I think, a lot of sense just in terms of, you know, his age and everything and where his development could be. I don't love that in general, doing that, what they're doing, but I think in their specific situation actually could make sense. So you're saying once you restructure Matt Ryan, 
this is the best. This is the hole is in the boat, as we talked about with the Philadelphia Eagles. And sometimes the only way to fill the hole in the boat before you sink is to take off your pants and shove it in. <laughs> I don't know. Are you, So are you saying the Falcons should take off their pants? Yeah, I think I think that's what I'm saying. Yes. Look, the <laughs> okay, boat is great. sinking. There's no other way to stop it from sinking. I guess you could take off your shirt in theory, but mm. you know what I'm saying. All right. I totally lost you there, but okay. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.